and they gave me my all the information. I tore the papers up and walked up, walked off, and told them I'd never be back, and I haven't. Because, because they've pretty much given you a death sentence, anyways, yes. right? Welcome back to another episode of the Plan-Based DFW Show with Dr. Riz and Maya, where we discuss topics related to lifestyle medicine. Three years ago, Paul Lowell was diagnosed with stage 4 prostate cancer. During his routine visits, his PSA level went from a 1.1 to a whopping 87 within a six-month period. By the time of his diagnosis, the cancer had already spread to his lymph nodes and bones. His oncologist basically felt that chemotherapy and radiation would only make him worse. So he sent Paul home to make arrangements and gave him 18 to 31 months to live. Well, Paul is nine months expired, as he likes to brag, that he is still living. You will see us sitting in Paul and Lisa's camper while we were in Florida. They also own a boat, and you can say that we're basically boat neighbors. You will hear us refer to Riley and Elena, who are sailors and have a YouTube channel called La Vagabond. We all have now been on their channel, and I will include the links of those videos in our cards. Stick around till the end because I have a question for you guys. Hope you enjoy this episode. We're sitting here with our friends Paul and Lisa Lowell. So we're coming to you from Florida. We're out uh, visiting our boat. We've known Paul and Lisa for a couple of years now, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, we've become quite close friends. I, they, they look after our boat, which I'm very grateful for when, you know, when we're not around. As we've gotten to know them, uh, we wanted to have Paul and Lisa on our show because Paul has a, a very uh, unique story to share with us uh, about his uh, uh, experience with cancer. Amongst many other things, I keep telling him he needs to write a book. <laughs> uh, and uh, maybe one of these days when I retire to my boat, I'll help him write that book. Uh, we've already got a few chapter names. But anyway, um, so I... I Paul's got uh, had some experience with cancer, and uh, we wanted to hear his story and and you know kind of what's been going on, uh, and what how he's been dealing with it. It's been about three years. Uh, I had a uh, blood test done, and my PSA level was astronomical. Mm -hmm. uh, I found out that I had prostate cancer that had metastasized into my lymph nodes and bones, and I was given a pretty sad diagnosis. Uh, they gave me 19 to 31 months. And we bypassed that. Yeah. And I'm nine months expired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he, he, he jokes that he's passed his expiration date. I think I remember you telling me that at your previous checkup, which wasn't much before that. Six months. Yeah, six months before that, your PSA was completely stone cold normal. Yeah, 1.1. 1.1. Yeah, and then uh, six months later, it was 87. So it, it just went, in six months, went astronomically high. Yes. Uh, and so it, you, he, he basically went from... Uh, no indication or concern for any prostate issues to uh, having a terribly high pro PSA, prostate-specific antigen uh, test. And then they did some other studies on you to find out that it was in yeah, your we, lymph nodes in your bone. Yes, right? we done a prostate exam, the lymph node, and uh, bone scan. How, what kind of study did they do for your lymph nodes? Was it a, a scan or some x-rays of some sort? Biopsies. Oh, you had biopsies done? Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. okay. Uh, and so you actually had a tissue diagnosis done where they did yes. a pathology. Yeah. Uh, and so your, and then your bone scan was a, it's a, it's an x-ray, a bone scan. They actually give you something, mm -hmm. uh, that attaches to, or, uh, or it looks at the bone, uh, and, and it showed that. Oh, I lit it? up like a Christmas tree. So it was in, the cancer was in my bones. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and then, I like to say yeah, it was because I just, I want it to be gone. Yeah. 
Well, I think that's the right attitude to take. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, what did they say about the aggressiveness of the cancer based on the pathology and stuff like that? They just said that it was extremely aggressive. Um, and like we had talked before, when they gave me my all the information, I tore the papers up and walked up. Walked off and told them I'd never be back, and I haven't. Because, because they've pretty much given you a death sentence, anyways, yes. right? Yeah. Uh, did they suggest treatments? No. Really? No. They actually told me that uh, chemo and radiation would make me sicker. So we we sought natural remedies. And so they they literally told you just go on your way and make arrangements because oh yeah they, yeah yeah that's exactly what they told me was you you need to start making arrangements because you don't have long. And that's exactly what we were doing called family and friends and I'm about to start crying about it now. Yeah. Um, well, it's, uh, it was it was a very, very trying. I mean, everything I've been through in my life, it was nothing compared to and you're told it. And you're 54 years old, right? And, which is, I mean, I, being a physician, but and I don't particularly treat prostate cancer, but that's a pretty young age to be diagnosed with. And, uh, and it's a young age to be diagnosed with an aggressive cancer. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so for the next year, um, and I say the next year because then, voila, you get to meet no, me in 2018 absolutely. and something changed. But, absolutely. Uh, so for the next year, you uh, were just doing things on your own, home remedies. and um, Yeah, it started uh, off alcohol. Yeah. Alcohol was a very, very big... Uh, That's not a remedy. Uh, no, but, yeah, absolutely not. And not even necessarily a great coping mechanism. No, right? it wasn't, but it was, it was the way that in my lifestyle, that was the way of uh, addressing anything is like get drunk and don't think about it anymore. I've never been into drugs. Alcohol was my drug of choice. Uh, then I started, I got turned on to tinctures and that's, uh, there's a tincture for uh, anxiety and worked amazing. During the first year, you were uh, addressing the anxiety and emotional aspects uh, around your diagnosis, that's what you were mostly concerned about. Yeah, and uh, and you kind of went through some various things, and you found that in the end, some uh, natural remedy tinctures is what really helped you. Yes, a lot. that's correct. And then you said, and then what? And then I met you. Okay, <laughs> that's not that interesting. So yeah, and then uh, and I think in 2018, uh, Maya and I moved into his neighborhood. So uh, his neighborhood meaning that we moved our boat uh, into the marina and. Uh, these guys are so outgoing uh, that uh, you know they were just uh, you know they were saying they said hello they were willing to help you know just uh, uh, we and uh, we got to know them very very quickly and enjoyed getting to meet them and Paul actually shared uh, his story with me I can't remember how it came I out. think it was on La Vagabond we had met them. And he was telling his story on there. That's right. Yeah. You didn't know it. Yeah. Then you oh called him up like, I didn't goodness. even know. Yeah. We and we had, no, we had already known you for months at that yeah. point. Yeah. Right. And you were shocked. Actually, That's we right. both were very tired. Yeah, because he was, he was trying not to, he didn't want to get pity from anybody, so he didn't really tell I think, a lot of I people. Think, well, I think one of the things is, is I did know you were a doctor, and I didn't want to say anything to you because I don't like when people go up to a mechanic or a doctor hey, and say, hey, guess what? How... Can you tell what's wrong with me? I don't like that. So that was just a part of my life that I didn't feel that we needed to open up. Yeah. Okay. It's, it is coming back to me. So we've known yeah. you guys for several months already. Mm -hmm. And then we both uh, watched uh, this uh, YouTube channel called La Vagabond. And interestingly enough, we've both met them. And so we were watching a La Vagabond episode. I'd went into a Wendy's where they were, and I'm thinking, oh, that looks like Riley and Elena. <laughs> yeah, she, she's, she's, she's at Wendy's, and she texts me. She says, I think Riley's in here. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. 
He must have and been starstruck. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, they uh, they they actually walked out, and they left before she came out to the truck, and she told me it was them. And uh, I chased him down, and uh, he's hollering out the I window. Out the yeah, window and uh, <laughs> we ended up pulling over, and uh, one thing led to another. We gave them a ride back to where they had their tender at at the city marina, mm -hmm. and they invited us to come out to the boat. Uh -huh. And we went out, and uh, one thing led to another, and within a few minutes, uh, they had uh, talked to us a little bit, and we'd spilled the, everything out, talked about our boat fire, my cancer, and all that. We just met these guys who follow our uh, YouTube adventures, and they've offered to, they've kindly offered to take us back to the marina. And I'm Paul, and this is Lisa. Hey guys. <laughs> I went to bed about nine o'clock, and at 11:30 that night, I was woke up, and when I set up. The boat was engulfed in flames and, and just smoke all over. I shoved the V-berth hatch open. I jumped overboard, and when I came up and turned and looked back at the boat, flames were shooting through the V-berth hatch. Then we saw that episode, and that's where I learned about your mm -hmm. cancer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. When we learned about it, we were both very touched, and then we've been doing this work of talking to people about how food can help with certain cases. So then Riz said, you know, I want to talk to Paul, should I? And we're not in the business of going and bothering anybody about how they eat. When we come to the boat or when we travel, we just like making friends and connecting with people. We're not trying to convert anybody. I said, I think you should. I think you never know. It can't hurt. He, he didn't want to push you away. Mm -hmm. I remember now saying to Maya, you know, this is, I've been, this is what I've been teaching people about how, you know, your their diet and how can it can affect their health. And, oh, I know all these studies on, uh, your nutrition and prostate cancer and even if you have it you can change your diet and improve your prostate cancer and I was I was struggling because I was like I want to call Paul and talk to him about it <laughs> uh, I want to at least tell him uh, but at the same time I don't want to be pushy and mm -hmm. I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy you know mm -hmm. yeah I got permission from Maya <laughs> to do it yeah I, I talked it over with her she said oh it's okay you can give him a call so we can blame it on my own. yeah <laughs> yeah but it's funny because he said you wanted to call talk to him and i had seen like on facebook i think where you went on your cruise with the physician committee for responsible medicine i'm thinking yeah i know what he's going to call and talk to him about and he'll he might listen to you <laughs> and, and, and now okay so before we get into that and why why were you excited about that because because i would i would like for him to have done that from the beginning but i knew he wasn't wouldn't listen to it for me necessarily family yeah. right right oh, we talk about that all the time mm -hmm. our families don't listen to us but somebody else says it and then and then and also because you had previously had vegetarian and vegan leanings right right at different times in your life mm -hmm. and so you you felt there was value in that lifestyle and and as far as nutritionally and things like that right what was your time span in terms of when you kind of tried eating more vegetarian or vegan type dishes that was before we moved down to Florida, so like maybe 2012 to 2015, something like that. Yeah, that's when we were when we had gotten serious about going to the gym. Yeah. Was there something that sparked that interest initially for you? Um, I had an aunt that passed away from stage four lung cancer, and just kind of got to wondering if there's a connection. Start mm -hmm. watching documentaries about cancer, and started learning about the Gerson therapy, and then started watching stuff, you know, like. Person therapy. I'm very yeah. yeah. Did you ever watch either uh, learn about Chris beat cancer? I've heard the. I've never watched the one about Chris, but I've heard about it. Uh, so I, I guess I texted you and said, "Hey, I'd like to give you a ring, and when can we talk, yeah. or something like yeah. that?" And you're like, "Oh no, what did I do? Yeah, why is this calling to scold like, me?" I'm like, "What did I do now?" <laughs> <laughs> 
or or what is Ruth going to ask me to do on the boat? You know. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, if I recall, I, I kind of did. I did. Uh, uh, I did the whole disclaimer thing. Hey, look, I just want to talk to you. You don't have to do any of the stuff I'm talking to you about, but I just want to want you to hear me out. Mm -hmm. And we talked about uh, nutrition. And specifically, we talked about a whole food plant-based diet, right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I talked to you about the differences between a whole food plant-based diet and the standard American diet and the pros and cons and how it affects uh, our health and cancers and stuff like that. Yeah, and I was a little bit resistant. And okay. then, you, then you, you, you asked me to just uh, to do you a favor and try it for two months. Mm -hmm. Now, why were you resistant? Well, I grew up meat and potatoes. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was you had to have meat on the table or you weren't, weren't eating. And even though I had talked about health and Oh, how I can fight cancer and stuff like that. Uh, what did, did that not mean a lot to you? Um, at the time, it was just something to me was just like, yeah, you know, that's what doctors are going to tell you. And it's very new information, right? Yes, very, very yeah. new. Although, although maybe Lisa had introduced you to some concepts. She right? never tried to push it on me. Mm -hmm. um, some of the meals that we had, I mean, we had meat, of course, but she made a, a, a lot of threw a lot of things in there that was that I, I know we eat now. Mm -hmm. You know, so she was probably already sneaking healthy stuff into your diet, right? She's yeah, smiling. She's sneaky like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I, I told you, just try it, right? What yeah. have you got to lose? Do it for a yeah. month or two, and if you don't like it, you can always go back to the way you're eating. Yeah, and that, and that kind of got to you. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, well, why not? You know, it's like, well, I can always cook another steak here in a couple months. Yeah, 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 you know, and uh, I, I've really not had the desire. Awesome. And, uh, and of course, I, I, we should tell the audience that I was on speakerphone, apparently, during this conversation. So Lisa, Lisa heard everything <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that I was saying. So it's Absolutely. not like I had to, uh, that he had to go and repeat it all back to her. And, well, and I don't hear well, so I don't put a phone on my face. Uh -huh. So it, it's usually a speakerphone when you talk to me. So put that in your notes. <laughs> <laughs> if you forget something. Oh, did Paul hear me or not? Yeah. And, uh, well, so this is where the story gets even more interesting as far as I'm concerned. So it's been over a year now. Yeah, right? I'd like to say just being around these guys, uh, they t they took to this very well. I guess Lisa apparently, uh, from what Paul tells me, does her research. She uh, reads a lot. She watches documentaries. Uh, she looks at the recipes and 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 I've been following their food because they post their pictures on Instagram, <laughs> and I get jealous at what I see. So they've really taken to this uh, lifestyle of uh, uh, healthy eating and healthy nutrition. So Lisa, tell us, has it been hard? Was it a big transition for you? What's the cooking like? No, because, I mean, today there's so many resources out there. There's so many different vegan blogs, you know, and pages on Facebook. It's so easy to find recipes. And it's like anything you think that you used to eat as a meat eater, just look up vegan, put the word vegan in front of it, and something comes up on Google. Paul, are you unhappy with how your food tastes? No. <laughs> well, considering he cooks some of it. <laughs> We're in your camper home, and you've made us a delicious um, stroganoff with this delicious salad and dressing. And you were telling us the dressing you found where? I looked uh, it up you? on the internet. It was um, Jane Esselstyn's recipe. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, yeah. and three simple, ingredients. Simple, but really good. So um, before we came over, we did manage, you know, before because you invited us over for dinner and. So I said, let's just go to Lisa's account because Lisa has all these wonderful recipes. So we're like, it's like a menu. What do we want from her, from her menu? Yeah, we did but get to pick our dinner tonight. Yeah. If you're not here in your camper, you're in, a, in your sailboat. Yes. So, so in a tiny space. Tiny space, limited pantry space, you know, uh, small kitchen or galley. 
So you've been able to figure it out. Do you guys feel that uh, cooking this style of food is difficult? No, absolutely not. Okay. It's, it's, it's easier than prepping meat. Uh, it, re it really is. And then you don't have to worry about the cross-contamination. That's a big plus. We know that you guys have adopted this lifestyle wholeheartedly. And one thing that's telling to me is you've exceeded your expiration date. <laughs> okay. And then, you know, maybe talk about that a little bit. And then how you feel. Uh, uh, do you feel like there's been a change in your health? Uh, are you, and a lot of times people don't necessarily, they, they think things are going to just be, oh, I'm going to be sick one day and I'm going to be Superman the next. But has there been some changes? Are you sleeping any better, less pain, anything like that? Uh, I do sleep a little better. Um, I wish I could say the pain's gone. It's not. Um, it's more bearable, yeah. I would say it's more bearable. Mm -hmm. um, my energy levels are better. Uh, I think I remember you telling me you used to always have to take a nap every day. Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and now Two or three you, naps a day. And now you don't necessarily have to. No. No, unless Buddy wants me to. <laughs> well, that's, well, that's a cuddling thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buddy is your fur baby. Yeah, yeah fur baby. Yeah. It used to be Buddy was their boat dog, but now that they live in a camper, he's their camper dog. Yeah. yeah. It depends. They also live on their boat, so it depends on them. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, you. Yeah, I mean, I take that to mean that you don't necessarily have to uh, rest as much. You have more energy from that standpoint. Yeah, yeah. The energy is, is better. Like I say, the pain's more bearable, but not gone. Mm-hmm. Um, Hopefully one of these days. Yeah, well, uh, you know, it took years for this to, you know, come on. And, uh, and you know, we've got to hope and pray that you're, you're, you're creating the right environment, as I say, the right mm -hmm. environment in your body to fight cancer. And, uh, you know, hopefully you're reversing that process, that you're making that cancer get smaller and smaller. And, and absolutely. Uh, your body's winning that battle. That's, and that's the attitude you, you want to take, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, I feel that uh, proper nutrition and the uh, proper state of mind Mm -hmm. and it works miracles. Yeah, so that goes into Maya and I talk about lifestyle medicine as well, which is, we talk a lot about nutrition, and we've talked a lot about that with you guys, but there's other aspects to lifestyle that are important, such as getting a proper amount of restorative sleep and uh, and then having the right relationships and, you know, creating the right uh, attitude. And, uh, you know, that's, that's very important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. If it wasn't for Lisa... I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be alive today. I would have gave up. Mm -hmm. She never lets me give up on anything. She's she's a very supportive person. It's good to have when you when you're doing something like this. It's good to have that support, right? It's yeah. hard to do it alone. Yeah. Certain foods kind of cause us to feel depressed or things like that. At least I don't know if there's any actual research, but do you feel a better sense of wellness overall? I don't want to say you've ever said you suffer from depression, but do you oh, just feel a better sense? I was sense? depressed all the time. The anxiety and depression was so bad at the beginning, but yeah, I don't. I think I'm happier. Yeah, I think so. I, I you think seem so positive to us. That's why I'm asking. I don't know. Well, I have to be. She makes me. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and I guess the doctor can kind of, you can say more, but you never, you didn't go back to get tested again. No. So no. Um, today you're just kind of living, feeling more optimistic about your state of health. Yes. Yes, and, I am. Um, it, it's like we had talked about. Um, I've. I really don't want to know. I mean, it might be a better, but then it might be worse. So, in the state of mind I'm in right now, it's just, I love life right now. And if I got bad news, it, it would shatter it. We did have a talk about that. It's like, mm -hmm. well, going back and getting tested and trying to find out where things are, is that really going to change 
anything you do. Nothing at all. If it, if it was worse, it probably would. Yeah, so bad news would change things in a negative yeah. way. Good news ne wouldn't necessarily change anything you do. No. So why bother, right? No. And uh, yes, yeah, so uh, I'd say you've, you're already optimizing your, your health to the best of your ability. You've, does it feel empowering to some res in some yeah. respects that you are... That uh, I'm expired? Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, you, now you're living on borrowed time, right? Or, you like my term, huh? Yeah. yeah. But or does it feel empowering in the sense that you know that you're contributing to your health through the choices that you make with your food? Yes, it is. It does. Because I, I never really thought that I had much of a choice what to eat because it was always what's on the table is what you eat. You know, I mean, and that's, that's growing up. And we had this mm -hmm. discussion as well. You know, and it's like all of America runs to McDonald's or Hardee's or whatever and eating fast food. Now we don't. I'm not following the herd. Yeah. I might comment that we took uh, Paul and Lisa to dinner at a Thai restaurant the other day. And of course, we had uh, vegan plant-based uh, meals, but uh, it was probably the first time they've eaten out in months. So they do, yeah. they do cook at home and make good, healthy meals at home all the time. So as opposed to going to the fast food plate counter all the time, right? Yes, and then that that is another empowering thing right there. It's like we make meals at home that we don't feel we need to go out. <laughs> and most of the time, the meals that we make here at home, if we went to a restaurant and tried the same meal, we wouldn't like it mm -hmm. because it's like our meal. Okay. What about uh, is it uh, cost effective to, to make your own meals at home? This is your question. <laughs> yeah, even like even buying like a lot of organic stuff, yeah, you're still cheaper than going to restaurants. I think people a lot of times will use that excuse that it's more expensive uh, to eat healthy. Well, I guess it depends. If you're going ordering off the dollar menu at Wendy's or something, it may not be. <laughs> but, you know, if you try to eat healthy while you're out, then, yeah, yeah. go to restaurants that serve good food. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, and I, I, a lot of people don't realize that rice and beans are pretty darn cheap. And, oh yeah, uh, you know that can be the basis for a lot of your meals, and uh, and there's so many things you can do with rice and beans. Yeah. Like we add corn in with it, also mm -hmm. just changes it completely. Yeah, you post a lot of your foods. Can you tell us some of the foods that you make? Because I've seen some photos, and I'm like, I've never made that. We tried <laughs> some of the stuff. Like we tried like a vegan chicken parm. We've tried mm -hmm. making. We've tried a lot of different soups, like chilies and vegetable soups, of course. And where do you come up with your ideas? The internet. So you just start. Uh, looking on the internet and find something to say, okay, I want to do that tonight. Yeah, like one, I bought some different kind of mushrooms and was like, oh, I wonder what you can do with those and just uh -huh. sort of Google the mushroom recipes. and. We rarely make a recipe and follow the directions. Exactly. <laughs> it seems like the times that we have, it's okay, but oh my God, I am so in love with oregano and Italian seasoning and mm -hmm. garlic. Mm -hmm. Oh, it just, it just, mind-boggling how much better you can make food with just a couple of extra additives. Not to mention how, how healthy spices are for oh, yeah. There's a difference when you've been experienced in the kitchen, you know, eating how you were eating, cooking steak or whatever, and then, so if you had that background, then you can kind of transition some of your skills to plant-based cooking, I think. But if you've never Partially. been in the kitchen and you've relied on frozen meals, that's tough. Because it's like, how, how do you cook a potato? Like, how, for how long? How tender is it supposed to be or not? You know, so there's some things that are a little tricky. A lot of these meals, it's like the uh, mushroom stroganoff. That was like 20, 25 minutes. 
yeah, he made it right here in front of us. I was pretty, I'm pretty impressed. Uh, so a little, a little funny story is about a year ago, uh, I think Paul posted a picture of some food on IG and I made a comment of, uh, and I don't know, I think the way he phrased something in his comment, it made me think that Lisa cooked it. And I said, tell Lisa that looks wonderful. And, and, and his comment was, uh, I cooked, I cooked that. I, I cook that. And, and I think he said it in a way that I cook around here. Or I, cook, I, cook the, I cook the meals around here. And so from that point on, I thought Paul did all the cooking up until maybe just, what, three weeks ago. Yeah. I guess I saw another meal that was cooked. And then that's when you told me that you both do the cooking. Oh, yes. Yeah, because I, I, think, I think I was telling Maya the whole time that you do all the cooking. Yep. So yep. There for a while, I did. You were getting all this false credit. Um, yeah now when it comes to making like stews and um uh, like the irish soup and stuff like that i usually made that the cabbage soup um, so you each have your specialties oh uh, yeah we're i think we're both pretty good at everything i i, I think we we we're a good match yeah yeah so how do you how do you decide who's cooking i'm lazy and she cooks <laughs> Um, are you guys planning on having a cookbook anytime soon? <laughs> You've already got wonderful pictures to go with. It could be titled like the campers or sailors plant-based book. Recipe no pressure. Book. This is just going to go on air. So yeah. yeah. Well, like you said, it's the way we just cook and just throw things in. We'd have to like measure. And... Yeah. When, when Riz is ready to publish that book, we'll write it. <laughs> so we, we have two books to work on. Yeah. Paul's biography, autobiography, and the cookbook. Yeah. Last time we, we were visiting, which was like in February, you told us about Lainey and how you kind of converted her. And then this time, uh, I had just arrived to the marina when you, you both were there and you kind of started talking about foods. And this is amazing, Paul, that you really have now helped somebody else. Do you want to tell us about her? So it's not only Lainey, but it's Lainey and her husband. Lainey and her husband both, yes. yes. Um, Lainey has uh, asthma problems and allergy problems. Um, and she was pretty lethargic on a lot of things. She's just tired all the time. And now she is one that uh, when she went into the plant-based diet, of course, we helped them a lot on recipes and advice on how to do a few things. You could tell on this girl right away that her energy levels were really climbing a lot and she got to where she was working out in the gym all the time and she's done really really well. Lainey is kind of like our adopted daughter. She calls you Poppy. She calls me Poppy. Um, we, Buddy and I we see her every day. Buddy makes sure of it. Yeah if we don't see her we're text messaging her. That's been an empowering thing. Yeah, isn't it nice Helping to have a positive impact else. on somebody's yes, life? Yes. Yep. How open was she and I don't remember the conversation. I think she watched I think they watched the Game Changer. Yeah, we we really mentioned the made, game changer yeah. to them because they were big time junk food meat eaters. You know, I mean, it's like they, but they work so much they don't have a lot of time, and mm -hmm. you know, they were. I think they were not putting words in their their mouth, but I think they were under the impression that eating healthy takes too much time, mm -hmm. and then I got to talking to them. I had them try tasting some of the food that I made. Did you use that? Hey, just try it for a month or two. You can always go back. To excuse on. Well, that. I might have. <laughs> Did you give me credit for that yeah. one? <laughs> well, your name, both of you guys, in, name in vain came or... up really, really fast. Uh, you know, um, because I mean, I used I used the fact that you're you're a doctor, and I'm like, you know, he's not going to stir you wrong. 
uh, he's helped us, you have, and I, I just put all that in together and sticking a spoon in their mouth mm. and they taste it and they're like, oh my God, there's no meat in this. <laughs> nope. And pretty much from there, both of them went really hog wild with it and they've done great. Well, you know, it, some, you said something to me is, uh, or just now you said, uh, they felt like eating healthy took too much time. Yeah. And I think that's an interesting thing that we've gotten to in our society that we'll forego eating healthy because we don't have time. So mm -hmm. we'll, we'll give up our health. Maybe people don't put two and two together, but by eating fast food and processed foods and a, a diet high in animal foods, and we're taking years off our lives, mm -hmm. so we end up with less time yep. uh, at the end of our lives, and we're less healthy for it, so we're spending the last decade of, or 15 years of our lives dying rather than living. Yeah. And I, I, I've always said it's not, it's not easy, okay? Nothing that's worth it comes easy. You know, if you want to have a good physique, you have to work out. Yeah. You want to be a, uh, you know, a world champion swimmer, you have to practice. Or, mm -hmm. uh, you know, same thing with a, a musical artist or a pro athlete. And so similarly, if you want to uh, uh, have a healthy lifestyle, you have to put effort into it, mm -hmm. right? As we wrap up, uh, is there any like pearls of wisdom that you might tell to people uh, who are contemplating uh, a plant-based diet or or those who who are looking at this right now going oh you, you guys are full of it you know, <laughs> you know what you're talking about uh, any pearls of wisdom maybe to get them to at least just uh, uh, think outside the box a little bit give it a mouth there you go that's all you can yeah. I mean it, it's like I guess one of the biggest things to the I can say to try to help anybody do it is like you think it, it's going to take you a little bit too much time. I didn't have no time, and this has given me time. Mm. You know, we were at that Thai restaurant, and the and the uh, uh, the server uh, asked if uh, uh, we were brothers. <laughs> I, I, I had my I had a beard on that day. I, I, I shaved since then, so maybe we looked alike. But yes, uh, it's been fun talking to my as I said. He's my brother from another mother, so it's yeah. been fun having Absolutely. him on the show here. What's the best way to get a hold of you? So Lisa's uh, Instagram. My Facebook is actually just Paul Lowell. Okay. And uh, I don't have a lot of uh, food pictures on there. I, I yeah. need to. I need to update it. You know, we look forward to seeing you guys when we come. This evening you took us out for a walk in this area where you're camping. And it's so beautiful. It's like if we had been on a tourist path, we would have missed it probably. Yeah. But more importantly, Paul and I both like sci-fi. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> I have and, someone you can watch. And, uh, and they said they'll cook for me every time I come, so I'm coming every week. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, guys. Well, uh, let's wrap it up. I want to uh, thank you both for uh, spending some time with us uh, to create this latest uh, podcast and sharing. I know you are going to uh, affect people's lives in a good way. So wow, thank you for so. being on. <laughs> Because the diagnosis was already devastating and hard enough to cope with, Paul has decided to no longer return for additional tests. He has chosen to use plant-based nutrition and natural remedies to strengthen his immune system and hopefully help his body fight cancer. What would you do if you were in Paul's shoes? Would you return for checkups to see if the natural remedies and the whole foods are helping? Or would you continue on the path of self-care and just enjoy the time that you have left? 
Please send Paul and Lisa positive words of encouragement in the comment section below and make sure to check out Lisa's Instagram account for healthy plant-based ideas. It's lisa.lol.31. And thanks again for listening. Been listening to the Plant-Based DFW podcast show. If you like our content, please like, share, and leave a review. Our goal is to provide quality episodes to help support the community.